The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome all you dreamy people. This is Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream. So grateful to be here with you on Unity Online Radio for the Ask Dr. Dream show. This is where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. And I am so grateful to be with you today and to have an amazing guest that will shock the bejeebers out of you because somebody you've never heard of before, just kidding, he was just on the air a few minutes ago. Vincent Jenna is joining me today and I'll get to him really quickly, but you could probably hear him like you can feel him in the background. Say hi, Vincent, because, you know. Hi, Kelly. It's so great to be here. It's so great to be with you. Oh, my heavens. Okay, so I always start with a little tiny prayer, so I'm just going to do that and um, read a little luminous humanness and then get to it. So let's just take a big breath for a moment. <sighs> Releasing and letting go of all of the getting here. Anything that is causing your heart to tighten or causing any stress or heaviness, just for a moment, know that you can drop it because it's all a dream. You can just breathe it away and come into another version of your dream, which is the version that you prefer coming into that place of the sunlight of the spirit where we open up our our inner eyes, our heart, our mind, our soul, our arms, our bodies, to receive this elixir of spirit that is always here for us. So with every breath we take throughout the remainder of this show today, and even beyond that, even just for your whole day, let it be an ever-deepening receiving of that gift that is always here for you. And I imagine, as I like to sometimes say, when you fill up with that solution, the problem goes away. Whatever the problem was, goes away. So with that, I'm just so grateful to be with you in this dream, in this moment with Unity Online Radio, with Vincent, and with whatever your dream questions are or questions that you might have for this amazing psychic and and medium and spirit guide and spiritual, just wonderful soul who has wisdom beyond this world, Vincent Jenna. So if you have questions, feel free to call. The number is 816-251-3555. And so it is. Amen. A woman. A dreams. And here is your luminous humanness thought for the day. By the way, luminous humanness is now available as a Kindle book. So you can carry it around with you if you if you like it, whether you already have the hardcover version, which is so pretty. I love hearing from people that say that they have it laying around their house and in their bedroom and their office and their living room because it's such a got a pretty cover. I'm so proud of it. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is the message for September 22nd. How do your champions see you? 
Imagine all the people who most believe in you. Envision your enthusiasts rallied around you. See them one by one, smiling at you, glowing and beaming support your way. Now imagine they all flip over a piece of paper with a word or phrase written on it that describes the quality they most love and admire about you. Humor, grace, compassion, courage, uniqueness, fun, depth, healing, beauty, preciousness, adventurousness, hardworking, inspiring. Oh my God, the list keeps going. Supportive, heroic, gorgeous, honest, reliable, or generous. Breathe in the qualities that describe you and let this pep rally send you onto the field of play. Emphasis on the play. Affirmation. I let my supporters lift my spirits. The way they see me sends me out into my day in a blaze of glory. So that's your message for today. And I couldn't have a more perfect guest who will champion you onto the field of play, emphasis on the play. Vincent Jenna, let me tell you a little bit about him. For almost four decades, Vincent has helped thousands of people around the world heal, unlock, and release their passions and purpose and transform their lives through his inspiring radio and television interviews, dynamic and loving keynote presentations, workshops and classes and private sessions, an authentic and gifted psychic medium with the knowledge and experience of a psychotherapist, and the big charming personality of a showman. Vincent offers his audience <laughs> clients da, 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 the opportunity for deep emotional healing, radical spiritual awakening, and the key to make everything they attempt work. Okay, so there's so much I could read here about him, but I really want to just take, I want to bring him onto the show. So we all know who Vincent Jenna is. He's amazing. VincentJenna.com to get more info and to get a free, not a free, to get a personal session or to book him for a media venue or a speaking engagement. So Vincent Jenna, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ask Dr. Dream show. Oh my gosh, Kelly, thank you so much for having me. I miss you so terribly. And when we get together and we can give each other a hug, I mean, I, I wish people, and they will again, we will get to that personal meetings and events again. They need to see and experience you in person. I mean, obviously, our energy comes across the airwaves. I mean, it's all about energy to start with, and that's what electronics and the internet is all about, is energy. However, they need to see you in person. The first time I ever met you, I thought I was sitting in front of an angel, Aww. and there was a, an aura and a light about you. Do you remember that day? I was sitting in one of your workshops. I believe it was the conference life. Conscious Life Expo or something, one of those expos. Oh. And um, yes, and you were there and, and one of your books were out. And oh. I'm just like, oh my God, I guess this is what a physical angel looks like. And uh, and people need to experience that in you. Thank you so much. I love you so dearly. You oh. and Dana, your husband, oh my gosh, means so much to me. Words mean so much to me. Thank you, Vincent. I, I feel the same about you and I could just go on and on and on. You are magic, magic and grace and humor and beauty and 
all things spirit inside and out. So I just really, really appreciate you. And I want to congratulate you on your your Beyond Belief episode that just dropped, as they like to say. And it's wonderful. And I was really um, kind of kind of excited to talk to you about, I want to open up the conversation about UFOs, because I think that's, I don't know, that's new. That's not something that I've yeah. talked to you about. Before we get to that, though, people that have been listening to this show, and we will take questions. If you If you have a few minutes on the other end of this, um, of the other end of the break, Vincent, I'd like to take questions then if you're open to it. And I know you've got to skedaddle after a few minutes, so we'll just we'll yes. be talk about it. But okay. on this show, we've had, we've been, for the last couple of months, we've been um, in pursuit of using all the dream faculties and all of the healers that come on this show and all the wonderful people who listen. People have been lending their consciousness to helping to find a missing young woman. Um, her name is Tess. We believe she changed her name to Satya. And now we believe her name is Elsa. And um, I don't know how much you want me to tell you about her, but I brought I, I first booked you on the show to help us find her. I think we we believe we found her, but um right. it's but we, you know, of course there's no physical evidence. It's it's all metaphysical, which counts, believe me. Um, but I just wanted to see what you're feeling and what your thoughts are. And if you want me to tell you anything, I'm happy to. Well, just validate. I, I'm not familiar with the person at all other than you telling me that she was missing. Uh -huh. uh, my impression now is that she has been with people and she just she left to start a new life. It's very funny that you're bringing this up now. I, I don't know if anybody has um, watched the, or had seen the Good Wife television series. Oh, I think I saw one. I think I saw the first episode, but that's it. Oh, my gosh. It's fabulous. And then that led off to the Good Fight oh. um, television series. And so that's great. So my wife and I have been binge watching it. And believe it or not, it just got up to a part where a woman wanted a whole new life mm. and so she changed her name completely oh, and you. yep and had somebody that she knew in power get rid of some of her records so that nobody knew that her new name her new persona and personality was tied or related to the old one and that is what i'm getting there is a great misunderstanding in the spiritual realm and the metaphysical realm and these people who think that starting a new life and changing your name and maybe taking on some Sanskrit name is going to be better than your past and your childhood and you're moving beyond that. Well, you don't move beyond anything. It all comes with you just so that you know. It carries with you. Mm -hmm. And so instead of wanting to change your life in that way, change it the way that you can. You can change the way you believe. You can change the way you act. It's all by choices. You don't have to change your personality and your whole life and cut out everybody from it. And that's exactly what I'm feeling with this person. Mm -hmm. And she just wanted either she was bored, she didn't like what was going on. There was a lot of negativity in her past and her feeling like she couldn't be who she wanted to be 
um, and uh, just uh, moving on and, and out, not telling anybody and getting rid of things and items that could trace her. And But I do believe she's alive, and I do believe that there are other people around her. I do not believe she's in this country. Oh, whoa. Okay. That's a, that's a big, big, big twist. <laughs> Is it? Well, we... It seemed that we got confirmation that she had passed years. Oh ago. gosh, who I'm I'm curious as to how, where was that confirmation? What did she pass from, and who well, said that? Well, obviously, some there's no physical. There's no physical evidence of it, but um, right. but a lot of um, dreams and a lot of um, psychics that that picked up that she is that she is on the other side and that she the reason that she's been missing for so many years nine years is is that she actually um she was killed nine nine years ago um and and that she's Mm. so i mean it could be who who knows and that yeah so i can I, i do see here's the interesting thing about that if you are changing your life yeah. completely, yeah. you can, um, number one, uh, f- figuratively, you're killing off an old life. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Or or you can use the death of somebody else as if it was your death, um, especially if there's no, if somebody dies in a fire. That's been done many, many times. Somebody dies in a fire or in a way that they don't find a body. But there's all of this other information left behind that the person is non-existent. It's not as difficult as you think to get rid of a life if you don't want it, um, which is the reason why I'm 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 not getting. Nobody told me that she's over here. Yeah, um, I'm definitely. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting that I seem to be the only one. Then would you say that saying that she is alive but has a no? There's a lot life of the country. No, it seemed like up until recently, the 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 predominant belief was that she was still here. Um, and then all of a sudden it felt like everything just kind of ramped up to um, she's not. So mm, interesting. Yeah. Well, if there was, you know, a message, I know um, her mother, I think until there's physical evidence, I'm sure the jury will still be out. I mean, we were feeling very complete and um, kind of like a nice bow was wrapped around the whole package last, like a, like two weeks ago. And then <laughs> last week. I, I yeah. just broke open that package. Thanks a lot, Vincent. Yeah, um, no. Well, but, let me ask you a question. Did she have any living children? Because I'm feeling the loss of some babies or pregnancies. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I um, she didn't have any physical ones that we yeah. love, um, but you know that could have happened in the nine years that she that she'd been missing. If that's if that's the case, but I guess yeah. my my question for you is if there was a message from maybe her spirit to to the family or anything that that might I don't know give them any insight or comfort solace or comfort. Yeah. Well, that's the difficult thing, because when humans do this kind of thing, obviously they're not thinking about the people that they're leaving behind. It's the same with suiciders. 
Um, when you commit suicide, you are not thinking about those people. You may be trying to convince some convince themselves that they're better off without them. But really, it's considered one of the most selfish acts uh, because you aren't considering how others would be hurt. Yeah. Well, changing your entire life does the exact same thing. I, I, I am not getting any kind of feeling of solace or, or comfort from um, the person other than um, she was completely lost mentally and emotionally. Um, if, if you can validate any, because you haven't told me any information, obviously you got some information from the parents. Is that correct? Oh, I have a lot. Yeah. Okay. Was she an emotionally driven woman or girl at, in the beginning when she was younger? Um, a lot of high tension emotions and issues with mental, either mental health or her emotional state. Well, she published a book of poetry called Crying in Public. So that would give you an idea that she was emotionally driven for sure. Yeah, she wasn't. And there were relationships that she wasn't, that weren't really solidified or they'd broken up. Um, she was in a very Romeo and Juliet-esque kind of relationship, according to her mom, um, that for a long time. And I think it was incredibly upsetting when, when they broke up. Um, so. Yeah, that Romeo, Romeo and Juliet isn't real. Um, it, it's an ideal of the kind of unconditional love that we're supposed to have. The whole story is that I love you so much that I'll um, die. I am willing to die for you, right? Um, in this physical world, when anybody has a Romeo and Juliet life and the rest of their life is not in order, then you know the Romeo and Juliet life is fake as well. And you don't, you don't really kill yourself. Um, because the idea is love is so strong, it sustains you after somebody dies. So it just goes to show you that it is just a fantasy kind of idea. And she always had a fantasy relationship. But the idea that it broke up is because she never felt love to start with in the both of them and like attracts like. So she was in a relationship with just as an insecure person, which is what I'm, I'm getting out of the whole thing. And so she never felt self-love to start with. It was just a, a playing out of this. And so um, there was nothing ever to sustain her and why. And so she didn't commit suicide, but she absolutely wanted a new life. At least that's what I'm feeling. And maybe the suicide or idea is coming from um, ending one life to begin another life yes. and to go off and try to create her own world and her own life someplace. That um, but if, makes sense. Yeah. That definitely. If she did die, it would have been, if she did physically die and I wind up getting a message otherwise, it would have been by her own hand. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you for your insight on that. And I want to make sure before we get to the, the break. Um, I want to switch gears. This is a hard break here. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about UFOs. A lot of people these days, especially when my my episode also just dropped on um, Beyond Belief with George Nori. So if people want to check that out, they can. In that world, whenever I am on um, coast to coast, there's so many people that call in and ask about their dreams about aliens, UFOs, not so much on this show, 
but it seems like more and more those dreams are ramping up and even the conversation is ramping up there's there's more television shows there's more awareness there's more movies television shows um and so your perspective on ufos let's just start there what is that wow okay we have to try to get out of the idea of, of UFOs. There, let's just call them from now on our brothers and sisters. We were all created exactly at the same time. The God, Source, and Spirit didn't sit up there and decide, well, not like us. You know, we have one child and then we go, oh, I want another one, or I want another one, or if you happen to be Mormon or you don't believe in birth control, I want 10 more. <laughs> I'm form a singing group with them. That, that's not what the God Source did originally. The way the God Source created us was by dividing itself all at once into us. Bingo, there we all are. And if I can get everybody to just think about the sun right now, the, the earthly sun that we use, and it's one big giant light. Now think of that one big giant light dividing itself into a thousand little lights, but staying in the same place, not moving. You would never see each individual light. You would still only see the one big light, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. So in order for us to experience our own individual lights, source, spirit, as well as us together, decided to create places to go and therefore the universes manifested and were created all different universes not one you can't take everybody from the sun and send them to the same place and expect them to find their own light if they're still all together mm -hmm. so we divided up and decided where we were going now once and there, there were a couple of rules that were put into place when this happened and one of the rules were, wherever you decide to go, that's where you have to stay until you're done. You can't incarnate anywhere else because I don't need you bringing your baggage from this universe to another universe. Take care of your own baggage in your own place. That's it. And then we manifested all at once and incarnated in our own universes. Mm. This universe, ours, the earthly universe is far older than what everybody thinks because the Bible is only beginning life after we created a physical means of living here. But there was life before that. That's what Atlantis and Lemuria were all about, trying to tell us. Right. There was life before the Bible. Mm -hmm. so right. We're here, and now everybody gets a chance to grow and experience themselves. Well, guess what? If you look at the earth, and you look at the way people are acting, we tended to advance the least and the slowest. <laughs> I assemble that remark. I know you do, but think about it. If we have to fight for a black person's rights or women's right. rights or gay rights, right. that in itself shows how archaic our society still is and the lack of spiritual growth we've made now we've made some and i agree with that believe me but however there is actually more spiritual and metaphysical positive information out there than there are people 
pursuing it and actually applying it. That's the problem. The libraries and the bookstores harbor billions of dollars worth of these phenomenal books, but very few people are putting all of that work into practice. They may buy the books, they may read them, they may listen to our shows, but they're not applying it and putting it into practice. So what happened is things started happening to us. First, we started advancing very slowly. And even Greg Braden and his wonderful work has shown that our original DNA, when we first manifested down here, isn't the same anymore. It was actually spliced. Mm, it was spliced. Wow. What was it spliced with? Who spliced it? It certainly wasn't the dinosaur. They didn't have any surgical tools back then. <laughs> it was our brothers and sisters who did advance. Even Albert Einstein himself said that no being, no life form could escape and leave their universe without mastering spiritual principles. Mm. Without mastering spiritual principles. Therefore, all these aliens that are brothers and sisters are all benevolent, not malevolent, all benevolent coming down trying to help us. That's mm. who they are. They're not aliens. They may look different from us. They certainly aren't reptilians who mated with lizards on the earth who want to suck our brains out. Oh, give me a break. The most ridiculous things humans come up with and because of their fears. Mm -hmm. They are our big brothers and sisters and they're doing nothing but trying to help Kelly and we need more help than ever now. Oh my goodness, that's so true. I really love your perspective and I so resonate with this. Um, and I just want everyone to know we're going to talk a little bit more on the other side of this break. If you've got questions about this, if you would like Vincent to shed some light on any question you have about something happening on the other side of the veil or someone on the other side of the veil, the number to call is 816-251-3555. And check out Vincent's website in the meantime, vincentjenna.com. That's Jenna with a G-E-N-N-A. And uh, we'll, we're going to be back in just a moment. I just want to say really quick, um, there is something in the dream world. I always say everyone and everything in our dream is an aspect of ourselves. There's nothing. The, the thing that is the most alien to us is often our own power is is our most essential self so i think there is a there is a hologram there is a continuum and we're a part of it there's nothing that's that is cut off from the source cut off from us so vincent jenna my brother you're i'm totally with you so check out vincentjenna.com we'll be right back after these quick announcements don't go away Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I am with my dear friend, Vincent Jenna. That's Jenna with a G, and that's his website, vincentjenna.com. And his latest um, episode of Beyond Belief with George Nuri just came out, so check that out. We only have a few minutes with him, so we're going to get to your questions quick-like. And I'm going to take a question from, I think this is a new caller, Pam. So, Pam, you are with us. Do you have a question for Vincent or for myself? Yes. Thanks so much for taking the call. I have a question regarding a career transition. I currently have a really good job, but there is a tremendous amount of bureaucratic changes and instability right now. Um, And I'm thinking of leaving my current role and moving into the role of uh, um, reading interventionist, working with children, which is something I feel called to do and um it would be i'd be leaving a really really good position so it feels risky and i was just wondering if you could offer any insight go for it vincent insight it's not a risk at all um i think it's a hundred percent because the job that you're doing now which is secure and wonderful in that way that gives you good benefits and it gives you a good salary is still not enough rewarding for you or fulfillment, but yet working with the children is. Is that correct, Pam? Yes, I would definitely agree with that. All right. Then you've got to understand that now is the time that souls are being inspired to move forward into more of their fulfilling dream type of work and lives, because that's the only thing that's going to heal us rather than constantly holding on to something that even though it's aggravating, well, it brings the paycheck. I've got benefits. Life is more than that. And you're actually going to be more successful with the work that you do with the children. So I would absolutely, and it's no risk for you, hon. Come on, give me a break. You've come this far in your life and you think that a one simple risk like this is going to change terribly. Give me a break, Pam. You've done so much, right? Okay, Pam. All right, so take that and run. Let us know how that goes. Thank you so much for calling in, Pam. Cheryl from Calgary. You're on with us. Do you have a question for Vincent? Hi there. Hi. What's your question? Hi. So my question is, um, Vincent said something about there being so much spiritual information out there and everybody's just not paying attention. Mm. Um, And I agree with him. There's so much information and I've read this information and I'm completely on side. However, I've tried kind of the looking at the mediumship and the psychic and you know that part is not for me so my question Mm. to him is how deep do you have to go into this whole spiritual thing before you've lived a life that really is worthy of going to the next level oh my gosh what an excellent question cheryl um let me tell you something it doesn't have to be your thing just because it's a tool um spirituality and metaphysics has nothing to do with the tools that go along with it it has to do with what you're using that information for to start with the only reason why i tap into my psychic and mediumship ability is is to gain more guidance for people so that they can fulfill their lives and their dreams 
and believe in themselves. Not everybody has to use that, just like there are some people who decided to be doctors instead in order to help keep people alive and going that way. Pam, you I mean, uh, Cheryl, sorry, you can use anything that you want on. Don't worry about it. So it's not that you have to take up all the tools. And what I meant about the information, the information is there, but people aren't applying the most important aspects of it. So your question is great. The most important aspects of, of spirituality and metaphysics is believing in yourself, believing in your divinity, that you're unlimited, that you make choices, and the, the, the higher the choice you make, the more you evolve. So keep going, and don't worry about being a psych. There's plenty of us out there. You don't need to join in on that one. Oh. You can go and do what you're doing. You're special in what you do in yourself, and that's what the world needs right now, Cheryl. You. you. Ooh, Cheryl, thank you. And Vincent, that was great. So on that note, that was a mic drop moment. I know you've got to fly and I want to thank you so much for taking time. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the rest of y'all, especially from a dream perspective, but thank you, Vincent, Jenna, thank you for joining us today and for your insight and your wisdom and your passion and mm. go and vincentjenna.com, G-E-N-N-A.com. All right. Thank you so much, Kelly. I love you so much. We'll talk again. Bye-bye, hon. Bye, sweet dreams. Okay, all right. So Cheryl, I just want to add to what Vincent was saying. I think we all have to just follow our pleasure principle, and and we and there's not it's not a one hit it's not a one take kind of a thing. There's so many one flavor kind of a thing. There's many many ways. So I think it's just about kind of doing our own meditation and asking our own question, our own why. So um, thank you for thank you for showing up and thank you for being in that inquiry. Okay, so let's go to Miss Denise. Denise, what is your question, my dear? Hi. Hi. Yeah, well, mine is a dream. Awesome. Um, Bring see. it. I had a dream. I was in a building. I'm in so many buildings. I'm so tired of being in buildings. I was in a <laughs> building, and somebody that I that I really care about. Um, a male friend of mine, um, I don't know, I, I, I couldn't seem to get out the building or didn't know my way. I ain't gonna say I didn't know my way. He suggested that I go left, right, or whatever way he suggested. And, of course, I took him up on it. And he, it did lead me to the door. But when I went outside of the, the building, of course, it was dark outside, <clears throat> and I couldn't see. So the only thing I can't remember, I don't know if he handed me a flashlight Somebody gave me a flashlight, and I could see to get to where I was going. End of dream. Okay, so let me just make sure I got all this. So you're in a building, you're with a male friend, and you felt that you couldn't get out. And and then he... Oh, I did. Male... I, 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 seem, I seem to not know which way. And maybe I did know which way. For some reason, him having a personality that he has, he's going to tell me, you know, Go go up here, go left, go right, and you'll, and you'll get out. And so I'm not going to say I didn't know my way. I'm going to say the person that I know him to be likes to be in control and so forth. So he wanted to leave me, and I let him do it. And just so uh, happens that he led me right because in the dream I did get to the outside. I just couldn't see because it was dark. It was nighttime, and for some reason it was no light. And somebody gave me a flashlight, and I could see. Wow. 
So I'm remembering, um, it seems like there's been, there has been other dreams like this where there was element of a building about there being some darkness, about there being a male figure that is a light bearer that that you allow to leave. Very, very good, Kelly. You got a good memory. (laughs) And you find your way. And you, you eventually find your way out the door into the light. So to me, if it were my dream, it feels like I, the, what I'm grappling with is, is the darkness, like, and the darkness representing my own, maybe my own fear, my, the places where I feel cut off from the light. Um, when I think of a building, I think of a building in a dream as opposed to like the ocean or the forest, a building is like a man-made construct. So it's not natural necessarily it's something that we've created so it feels like what's keeping me in the darkness if it's my dream is this man-made construct is some part of my my human self that has put me in the dark and and this masculine aspect of me that I'm allowing it's like there's a positive relationship between the feminine and the masculine aspect in this dream the masculine is more demonstrative and more like I'll save you and I'll take care of you this part is kind of leads me out of the dark and gives me light so this is this is all the self giving light to self the self it's like playing hide and seek with self so I, it makes me wonder if it were mine what what aspect what is what puts you in the darkness and what is the solution that this dream is symbolic of does that make sense yes cuz it keeps happening um mhm like you said i had one but you know like you said about a month ago at best about i don't know going to a store and trying to return something blah 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 and then the light yes, came out yes and, yes yes and, uh, yeah, right it's, it's yep it was mm-hmm. a building again i went to a store to make a return and went in some room to try to make the return blah 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 and the lights wasn't on, and then somebody gave me a flashlight, and it's it's almost the same dream, just the person in the dream, in this particular dream today, is somebody do, that I do care about and I like, and he guided me, he guided me, and he guided me right, but um, I don't know who gave me the flashlight. I'm not sure I care. I'm just so glad that somebody did give me one. Each time, somebody is giving me the flashlight for me to see. From Um, my perspective, this dream demonstrates as your dreams often do. It's like problem solution, right side by side. So it would, in, it would hearten me. It would, it would strengthen me. It would help me to realize that whenever I get lost in the dark, I, it's always just a matter of time before I'm able to tap in to the solution. Now, some people get lost in the dark and the solution comes to them and they're like, no, 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 it has to look like this, like that, that old joke about the guy that's drowning or he's out in the middle of the ocean and he, he's, he's promised that God is going to rescue him. And so there's a boat that comes by, there's a helicopter that comes by, he says, no, 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 God's going to rescue me. And he turns all these people away and he gets to heaven and, and God says, like, why didn't you take me up on it? And he said, I thought you were going to come and get me. So I sent you a, a boat. I sent you a helicopter. I sent you all these things. And so we expect it to look in a particular way and often we miss it. So what I like about this dream is that 
it shows up in the form of a flashlight and there's a receptivity. The Denise aspect of this dream says, yes, thank you. And there's a, there's a graciousness. I like that you said, I allow it. Like you could have said, no, no, no. I just want to find the light switch myself. No, no, no. I'm just pissed off that it's dark in here. No, no, no. Why am I here? Why me? Why, 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 why? But instead you just say, thank you. And, and you're led outside into the light, which I think is like, but my que- okay. <clears throat> but my question to you is, because I've read a little bit about it, it's reoccurring. Like you said, the yes. concept is the same. So I was always, always told a reoccurring yeah. dream is that you don't have the message. That's why the dream yeah. keeps coming. Right. Is that true? Right. So on some level, I think recurring dreams are extra special. And on one level, yes, you're absolutely right. It could mean that the FedEx package keeps getting sent to your house, but you're not picking it up or, and, or there's a deeper and deeper and deeper level to the understanding. It doesn't mean that you're turning a complete blind eye to the message here. It just means that maybe there's more. Believe me, I've had recurring dreams in my life that I've been frustrated by because it's like, wait a minute, I've worked so hard Mm -hmm. on this. Haven't I already received Mm -hmm. the message? I feel like almost like I'm getting reprimanded when I have those dreams. Like, oh no, that means that I'm like, I failed the the class and I have to take it over again. But no, Mm -hmm. the message is go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, because this is this, this recurring theme if you go deep enough, you're going to crack through and break through to the other side. So whatever you thought Ooh. was the insight that you got before, just go deeper. Drop a layer deeper into Ooh. where, do you, how do you get lost? What is the main issue that has you get lost? We all have one. We're all in the light and then all of a sudden we get snagged. Somebody says something, somebody does something, we get remind, we hear a song, and all of a sudden we're back in that dark place where we forget gotcha. how loved and beautiful we are. Do you have, and so gotcha. this is like, so what do you, what'd you just get? I don't know that, that uh, the last part a few minutes ago, um, why did you get lost? Oh, you said something. Oh, I got so excited. Uh, a few minutes ago, you said, uh, light bulb went off. Why, why do I get lost? But I don't care why I get lost because I find my way. But you're saying go deeper and see why you're in that position to begin with. Is that what I'm hearing you say? What Vincent Jenna was saying earlier about like the Hall of Records and even Barbara Marks Hubbard talks about the noosphere. Everything that is knowable is available. All Mm. of the insight, all of the light has been given. There's been volumes written. There's been people that have channeled all of the insight. The greatest insight for us humans exists. It's not a matter of it existing. It's a matter of us having a deep enough desire for it and reaching out for it and not being content Mm. with just the superficial level of the answer. So if this were my dream, because Denise, I, f- I keep forgetting to tell you this. Every time you share a dream on this show, it becomes a theme for me during the week. I, s- I find so much synchronicity around your dreams. It's uncanny. Are you serious? So I am serious. So I'm 
asserting that this dream isn't just for you. It's not just for me. It's for everyone listening and everyone who will ever listen. This is a deep, deep, deep theme for all of us. It always goes, goes right to the core. So from my perspective, there is like, if we could just fast forward the movie of Denise's life and actually the movie of all of our lives, my life, everyone who's listening, let's go to that furthest place where we have that mountaintop eureka moment where we are mm-hmm. so receptive to all the light and we're no longer interested in buying into those things that cause us to forget. We're no longer Ooh. seduced by the darkness. We're no longer we're no longer passionate gotcha. about the dark things and the things that have us feel less than or not I enough. I got you. I got you. Oh, I hear you. I okay. received that. I received that a few minutes ago. Every now, oh, you do that. I like when you do that. When I just that light bulb moment, and you just said something. Okay, so receive. Forget about the. I need to know that there's light for me when I'm dark or going dark. If I'm understanding this. There's light for me. Somebody gives me a flashlight every doggone time. So yeah. I can be my own light. If somebody mm-hmm. hands me the flashlight and, and Nancy uh, or you help yeah. me to see the light, somehow or another, I've always got that light. I just need to be my own flashlight. Did I say that right? Amen. Uh, Amen. That's it. And I would say, let's. if you ever saw the movie Groundhog's Day, did you ever see that? No, but I will now. Oh, my God. Run, don't walk, and see that movie. And I'm going to just, oh, I, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert right now. So if you want to cover your ears, you can. But this guy has to keep going over and over all his, it's it's talk about a recurring dream over and over and over. And he keeps getting a little bit more insight each time. And things keep improving ever so incrementally. And then he, he starts to notice the pattern and he starts to do things a little bit differently, starts to upgrade, starts Ooh. to up level. And finally, Eureka, there's the breakthrough and the light comes shining through. So even even though I've seen the movie many times, I'm not you still have to see it, even though I've just kind of given you the the plot. <laughs> but basically, it's like if we go to that scene at the end of the movie where there is that great breakthrough, where we no longer where there's that it's like the there's that saying about, I think it's enlightenment or transformation in three acts or four acts, something like that, where you're walking down the street, you fall in the hole and you're like, oh man, this sucks. Act two, you're walking down the street, you fall in the hole and you're like, oh my God, that same stupid hole again. I keep falling in. Act three is you walk down the street, you see the hole and you're like, I know what that is, but you still fall in anyway. And then act four is you walk down the street, you see the hole you walk around it. Oh, and act five is you walk down a different street. Mm. So mm. Denise, this section of the show is the Denise portion of the show. So, <laughs> and I love the insights and I love what you're, so are you, are you getting this? Are you getting that? It's yeah. not just a habitual yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 I just thought this was a little bit more deeper because the person that was giving me the way, last time I was in a store, but this is somebody that I really, really care about and, and desire, and, and for him to be showing me the way like that, 
But then mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't come. With, he didn't come with me. He showed me the way. Well, I think that's that's another layer, and there's many, many layers to these wonderful dreams. There's, there's exactly. the. I mean, we can go in all directions because I think our dreams are also exactly. pointing in the direction of of the people that are meant to be in our lives. This may be a confirmation that this is a wonderful soul worth worth exploring a relationship with, or worth appreciating and looking for the light. So Denise, I as always, I so appreciate you and your wonderful dreams, you. and I guarantee this is going to be in my consciousness all week long, as as your dreams always are. So thank you so much for calling in. Thank I'll see you next week. See what thank else you're dreaming. Okay. See what happens next. Okay. Okay. Ana from Puerto Rico. Hey. Hi. Hey. I wanted to call in and ask a question to Vincent, but um, but so then I hung up. But then I heard you saying something about falling into a hole, and I was like, oh, that reminds me of a dream I had. Okay, let's do it, and I'll channel Vincent, who channels <laughs> being. So I'll just be the channel, channel. Okay, let's see. So tell me about your dream. Um, well, it's not related to what I wanted to ask him, but this is like a. I forgot I had this really, yeah, this dream where I was driving with like. This, this person who was familiar, um, but also kind of unfamiliar, and we were going along like this Northern California um, path where there was like it was nighttime, and I think the person had been driving, but it, they were like on they were on the driver's seat was on the opposite side, oh. and I was in the passenger seat next to him, and um, and then I remember like I gave him a kiss. Like, you know, we, we smooched as he was driving, and I remember the stars were up above, and anyway, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm so tired, and I was like, oh, but we only have 45 minutes left until the sunrise, <laughs> and so, like, I was like, wait, let's just, like, push through it a little bit, and then, you know, we'll get to Winters, which is this, like, tiny little, like, rural town near my hometown, and so that's where we ended up. We ended up going, and there's this, like, playground, jungle gym. And then we parked in, like, this sort of gravel parking lot and then walked into these, um, there's, like, a building. And at that point, I guess it was, like, morning all of a sudden. And Mm -hmm. um, there's this whole aspect of, like, he was able to walk in, but I couldn't because I wasn't vaccinated. (laughs) Oh, Um, wow. And, uh, but we looked in at the back, at the front door and the woman asked for the vaccination card. And so then like, I just walked away by myself and he stayed there, but like there, it was like a step below ground a little bit. And you could see like this beautiful, um, clear glass window, like a whole, um, side of the, like front of the, like when you walk into the door, like the you can you can see clearly through the window um the outside like park whatever um uh garden or whatever and um people were like having like the most delicious lavish brunch meals and there's like this like glow of like soft marigold peach light it seemed like around like little like patches around everyone it was just like glowy and then um you know like sunday morning kind of vibe and then I, I, so I walked along by myself and then I came across like the kitchen door in between these two, like sort of, um, semi like underground dwellings that were up above ground, but like kind of, um, a foot underground, you know, like you just step down into them. And it was like this kind of peculiar, peculiar little corridor. And I was like looking for hand sanitizer or like, to, like wash my hands. 
I was like really wanting to wash my hands. And like the girl who was serving came with her apron on, like came in, like was uh, like into the, the back door area where I kind of was peeking in. I could see like another room of people having brunch. And then she was like discussing something with the lady in the kitchen, um, like kind of grandma. And um, and then I like tried to just kind of like of put my hand right in there. <laughs> so- What's that? We only have about two minutes left of the show. So tell me the final. So then my mom is there at the other side of the room. And then um, I kind of end up like walking into this. I like I started walking where like some families are coming out of the restaurant and I fall into a trench. And it's like there's this like I see that there's like this slice of earth. And I and then all of a sudden I'm like below ground, like six feet or something or eight feet. And there's like this interesting like. yeah, German kind of like style uh, wooden knot that like like put like two by four kind of uh, joinery on the side of the trench, and I was like figuring out, and then I woke up because I was like I don't know if someone's gonna find me, and it was like I felt really alarmed. <laughs> oh my heavens! Okay, so the last bit is that you fall into this ditch or this um, trench, and you don't and you yeah. don't know, and what? if anyone could see me because it was just like this slice of light like it was as if like the the earth had like deteriorated and like like termite like uh patch like a slice Mm. like slices yeah oh wow oh my gosh so this dream your dreams are always so epic Anna thank you so much for (laughs) sharing this detail I, I mean it could take like five years to unpack this whole thing and I think I'm just gonna just for the sake of brevity I'm gonna channel the Sonoy. They believe that everything that was about, and this is kind of exactly opposite of what I was sharing with Denise about the the enlightenment or transformation in five acts, even though I think it's a yes and. They both, they both apply. Um, anything about dropping in deeper is about, is about feeling into our depth, even if it's scary. So even though in our world, anything that goes down, we feel like, oh no, that's a bad thing. Only rising up is good. But maybe this is about the need to get grounded, to be able to find the roots, to be able to handle all this beautiful light that you connect with. And I love the symbolism of the sun coming up and winters and on that note i just want to thank you for coming in and thank you again for my guest vincent jenna today and thank you for your dreams everyone and until we meet again don't take your dreams lying down i'll see you next week thank you Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.